Jump on the yep, 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 yep. So the recording going, man. man. We we have we have a few people, a few people on checking us out right now too. Yeah. So so yeah. why don't we why don't we talk to the people, tell them a little bit about what we're doing here. So basically, guys, what we do every Friday is we uh, contribute to society and provide value in a form of effing stuff up. Uh, basically, what the effing stuff up means is we're going to talk about faith, uh, family, fitness, and finance. So those are the, the topics that we cover. Uh, we like to share those things with, with the world, and that's how we, we provide value and uh Honestly, we have no idea how we're going to be doing this thing, but we're asking everybody to kind of join along on the journey, if you will. Um, and you're going to see the evolution of us uh, as we go throughout these podcasts. Um, and I'm sure the end product will look nothing <laughs> like the first couple of episodes so far. So um, if you haven't checked it out, it's on Spotify. It's called Effing Stuff Up uh, with Jeremy Veras, Nate Strong. You already know. Uh, and you can catch it. We have some really good content up, but nonetheless, we're winging it. We're winging it. No, not, nothing scripted. This is us coming back and forth. And after years of conversations over the phones and providing so much value for, for ourselves, Absolutely. we figured we might as well just share it. Right. So I think that's, I think that's, uh, that's awesome. That but, is man. That is, you know, F, F and stuff up has definitely been a, a little bit of an evolution for us as we're kind of putting ourselves out there. You know, we've talked about it month in month out for years now i mean so much immense value that we talk and share amongst ourselves we really ask ourselves well how can we you know how can we use our platforms to share that value to people as a whole and you know i I always say every week it's pretty cool to have a podcast and then we add this extra element of going live and actually fully sharing the experience with people so they could see it not only what's being published on spotify but how it actually is being being produced, you know, I, I think that's valuable too, because a lot of times we we forget that the hardest part about getting anywhere is is what we just said before we hit the start button, right? Is just is just showing up, just taking action, you know, every every single day, as opposed to being stuck or being, you know, part of what what, what they call paralysis by analysis, you know, just showing up and just simply doing. And I think in, in some of our earlier episodes, we've really touched on some very strong topics, and I hope that we can we can do that today as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think the I think we finished off with uh, educating the consumer when they're going in looking to purchase personal training, right? I think that's where we kind of left off, and um, and almost all the things that uh, how would you say it that are frowned upon in the industry, right? Uh, you know, especially with our extensive backgrounds and the the fact that we've we've gone through so many different experiences and, and just speaking to different people, it sounds like it's getting even worse, uh, right. which is pretty nuts. I couldn't even believe that, like when I heard that. So, um, yeah, man, that's yeah. that's 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 the lay of the land. I mean, I, I think I think that's a great place to 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 really dive in. You know, we're effing stuff up. Uh, and we're doing it on a Friday, but most importantly, you know, we're talking and we're sharing our experiences professionally with people and with consumers so they can get a better experience from themselves as a whole. You know, we've had both tremendous success for those who don't know um, in, in not only uh, fitness, but in, in, in business. And, and, you know, for me, it's kind of always been going full circle of realizing, okay, if I've had great success in fitness, I've had great success in business, 
well, how can I make sure that I'm providing value to people while still getting that financial level, that financial level of success and return I want, but still making sure we're putting, you know, the best foot forward and doing things for the right reason, you know, for, for the people. And I think that's something that we can, we can dive on and talk about a little bit today uh, is just starting with that, you know, how do you, how do you find yourself and, you know, Jeremy, you being a proven sales leader, you know, how do you find yourself or what are some of the things that you do in the field or that you teach to people um, where they can still be highly successful from a, a revenue standpoint, but but really not lose value to the people that they're trying to serve and not not lose, you know, should I say purpose, I hate to say, but not lose purpose for why they're actually doing it. So, I mean, I always start with like my, my own personal conviction, you know, and I, and I think throughout the years I, I've learned firsthand that I need to really believe in the product, right? Like I can't just sell something just to sell it. I can, if you will, but do I want to? No. Uh, I think fitness was something that I could really get behind, you know, because like what was the worst case scenario? You know, you put somebody into a fitness program and they end up looking better, feeling better and living longer. Like those are great odds. You know what I mean? So right, right. Um, I could really get behind that. And I think that's where it needs to start is that believability factor, right? Like you have to believe that what you're doing is is uh, purposeful. Uh, it's for a reason. It's for the right reasons. And you know, and almost like an obligation to say like, Hey, I got my, you know, right hand, my left hand on the Bible, my right hand in the air. Like I obliged to ensure that I'm going to do everything in my power to influence and impact the community around me. Like that's, that's kind of what I'm saying when I decide to become a personal trainer or anything along those lines, it's a personal obligation that I'm going to do everything in my power to equip myself with the right techniques um, with the right relationship building uh, uh, traits and things like that so that I can ensure that I'm doing everything that I can to push somebody onto a program, right? Like um, if I have that personal conviction, if I believe that my product can actually give them the solution that they're looking for, right? I think that's, that's really key and, right. and it has to start there. You got to start with the believability factor. You got to understand why you're doing what you're doing, Um if you're just doing it just to do it, then it's the wrong industry, right? Like this is a servicing industry and you're called to serve. Right. And when you're not doing that, or if you feel almost like, like it's a burden to serve, then you're really not in the right industry. Like this really isn't, isn't for you. And, and that's okay. And you know, that's okay. I think um, figuring that out sooner than later is best for most. Um, but Hey, if you feel like this is, this is a product, that I can really get behind, right? This is an industry that I could really devote myself to. Then it's within your responsibility to equip yourselves with those necessary traits and tools to get people to, to decide on a program, right? Especially if you know you've done your due diligence and realize that the product you do offer is the solution for them, right? And is the vehicle that that's going to get them to, uh, to make the changes that they're looking to make. So um, you know, and that's I, where it needs to start, to be honest, is if you don't have that, it's really, it's going to be really hard. People are going to be able to read it all over your face. You're going to seem like a salesman. You're going to seem desperate. You're going to seem, you know, because you're not coming from a place of, of caring and, and truly understanding how you're, how you impact that individual that's sitting in front of you. Right. I right. think that's, that's the number one thing. So, right. Right. You know, I, I think that's for me, man, that's always the hardest part is to, 
is to truly make sure that I'm aligned with the the vision of of the company or the opportunity yeah. in which I'm pursuing. You know, you said something that was very critical. Uh, is just making sure that you understand, you know, the vision and that you're on on tune with the vision. And that's something that I don't think we put enough weight into when we go into or we weigh opportunities, not only opportunities for other companies, but opportunities that we're doing for ourselves. Um, you know, we talked about it on another episode, but I think a lot of times when people get lost in the pursuit of whatever they're pursuing, it's because what you just said, you know, the the alignment with why they're doing it. Um, was never really there. And as a salesperson in any industry, whether it be fitness, you know, finance, whatever it may be, you know, the first thing you have to do is convince yourself as to why you're doing it. It's very important, in my opinion, that that convincing is done on an honest intention. You know, integrity for me uh, and for everybody, it should be, is not what, not what anybody else says about you, right? It's your absolute truth within yourself. So, if you're somebody with with integrity and you're not lying to yourself about what your intentions are, you're going into any opportunity being truthful with your intentions. And if that opportunity aligns with your true intentions, then I think that you can be in that opportunity and truly serve somebody. Um, but if you if you are not of integrity, you know I hate to say that, but if you're not of integrity and you haven't done that deep. Uh, soul searching, so to speak, and you're not able to truly ask yourself, well, what am I trying to get out of this? Can I put myself in a position to get what I need out of this while still benefiting other people? Then I feel like you always get to that position where you're you're doing something for not 100% the right reasons. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you and then you end up in a whirlwind, right? You Because everything else in your life just is thrown into the mix because you've created habits around those, uh, you know, around that you've created uh, behaviors around that routine around it, um, all while resenting your lack of commitment to, to really make it an impact, right? Mm. Like, it's right. almost like, it's almost like, man, I hate my job. But then everything else is surrounding that, right? Or you make decisions based off of that you make, like I said, you build routines off of that, you know, with your surrounding lifestyle. And, um, and it's like, man, people, people deserve so much more, right? Like they right. deserve so much more, um, from their life and they deserve to do something that they feel is in line with what, what their purpose is or what they believe their purpose is, you know? Right. Um, but it's the, the fitness industry is unique, right? Because so many people need assistance, you know, so many people need assistance. Like even the people that believe, they don't need assistance, need assistance. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. So there's someone out there for everyone, right? And it's it's about finding that that target market that can really fit within your bucket. And because at the end of the day, that's gonna reap you the most reward. You know, that's gonna be the most satisfaction for you. Um, because you're you're gonna one, be able to impact that person the most and provide the most value. And then two, you know, when they get the best results possible you're, it's going to, it's just going to fill you back up and affirm that you're in the right place, right? It's going to affirm that you're, you've made the right decision and the right commitment um, to this industry, to this target market, to this organization, right? Those are all things that you got to check off. um, Because without that, you're just going to run yourself into the ground, right? Right. And, and, and I see that happening so often, to be honest, in, in this industry. So, Right, right. You know, that that's that's the hard part. And we, we talked about this before. Again, I think we scratched the surface last week. But you know, that that's the hard part and the most difficult part, because unfortunately, 
if you're not in it for the right reasons and if you haven't crossed all those T's, dotted all those I's, then the person that gets affected by that lack of decision or incorrect decision is, is the consumer. And, you know, that's the person yep. who's, who's coming in there, you know, bright eyed and, and bushy tailed, so to speak, eager to, to learn, eager to be put in the right situation, but circumstances may not properly align for that individual, which then puts their experience and their, you know, their general, their general pursuit, if you would back three steps when it, when it could have been going forward one, you know what I mean? And, and can you, can you imagine that? Right. Like a being being a part of that equation for someone um, and being a subtraction rather than an addition to that formula. Like that's that's a that's a big thing. Right. Like you consider someone who's been thinking about joining a facility or who's been making who's been you know thinking about making a change in their life. And it's taken them, you know, eight months. And I know we talked about this in another episode, like they're they're in in cahoots with themselves right because they're having to convince themselves and they're fighting themselves of why they should commit or why they shouldn't you know and they're they're playing that tug of war but they finally muster up the confidence to walk into a facility to only experience you know someone who doesn't want to be in the industry who doesn't want to serve who doesn't want to commit who's not aligned with the purpose and vision of why they're doing what they're doing right though that's detrimental because that's going to scare someone off and next thing you know they're going to live another 10, 15 years in that same cycle that's just getting them to whirlwind into the ground. Uh, right. Poor health, poor decisions, bad relationship with food, like all those things just keep keep going right. because of one individual who didn't take their role seriously. Right. Yeah. And, and, and you, know, you have to be even extremely even more so careful from that than we think about, too, because a lot of times and this is something I talk about with my wife, too, especially in fitness, you know. I've been at, working as a trainer, uh, been in the business for almost 17 years. And most of the time when I was doing one-on-one sessions with clients, I would spend a majority of my time actually just talking to them about what they're going on mentally more so than what we're doing physically as far as their exercises, right? So it was their, it was their outlet, so to speak, you know, it was, it was literally their, yeah. their, their outlet. And if you take, if you take somebody who's in that vulnerable situation and, you know, you, you, you break that outlet for them. Um, when people are, when people are on the, on the verge of making a change, um, they always see, they tend to see evidence for whatever they're looking for. Right. And what I've learned is if somebody thinks it's going to be difficult, they'll wake up in the morning and they'll find 20 reasons between when they, when they need to get out of the bed and when they need to get their goal accomplished, why difficulty stop them from doing it. They'll find it one, two, all the way to 20 reasons, all up until they make a decision, if they're still going to get it done. Or if they're not, because now the difficulty has finally overwhelmed them and they can't do it anymore. Um, the reason why I point that out is because if we're not taking, you know, our opportunities to make an impact positively in somebody's life while they're on that journey, we could just be that 21st, you know, justification. If you would, if you could, we could be the straw that, that, that broke the camel's back, which then gives them the excuse and the justification not to, to carry out what they what they sought. Or, or on the flip side, we could be the difference maker. We could be the person knowing that these people who are ambivalent, who are on the fence are already looking for reasons. So instead of allowing them to allow us to be a reason, you know, we, we start proactively preventing those reasons from arising by, by being more supportive and, and just being ready for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think you hit it on the head and, and it's that confirmation bias, right? Like, we're going to find things that are going to be, uh, to your point, support 
either my negative or positive viewpoint or my perspective, right? Right. And right. It, that couldn't be more true. It's just like with anything else, your, your mind is a muscle. And the more you work it in a specific direction, those neural pathways start being created and you just keep feeding it. You're going to find reasons why you that just support your, your, your negative perspective or positive. Right. And I think that's that's the beauty of that positivity. Right. As well. It's like if I continue to just speak positivity, if I continue to to speak things that I, I know um, I would like to see manifested if I can just do those things over and over and over, my, my perspective will start focusing on the realities that help support that, which is tremendous, right? right? And it could be the same scenarios that someone else is experiencing, but I take it differently because of my perspective. Right. Um, so I think we talk about a little of like kind of what that looks like for the member as well. So let's say a member is walking into a gym and because I think this is important, you know, I think educating the consumer is extremely important and equipping them as well to to ask the right questions to find the right things like it's scary you know it's very scary for them um it's probably the scariest place that they've ever been you know right. uh you know who who wants to who wants to face the the head who wants to face their fears head on right like when it's been so many years and you've tried and you know programs stop programs and nothing has really worked and you step foot into a facility like what, what are they looking for? Right. right. Like, what should, what's a, what's a good indicator and what are bad indicators? What do you think? Well, I mean, I, I think they're looking for, they're just walking into the gym. I think the first thing they're looking for is, is comfort. You know, they're looking to see, um, you know, if they fit in, you know, they're looking to see like, if they're going to be judged, they're looking to see, you know, if they, if they belong, you know, I think, that's what they're always looking for is some sort of validation, but also feeling some sense of community, you know, like I'm not alone in this battle, but, you know, I think, I think one of the things that we, we miss to, to help them with, right. And I think it's one of the greatest opportunities we have as fitness professionals to help people with is as soon as they make that decision to your point and they step foot in the gym, what they're looking for is, is comfort and they're looking for validation that they made the right choice and they're going to get their goals, but what they need what they need is from that moment to start developing belief. You know, when I, when I work with people, the first thing I tell people all the time is, you know, all I need for you to do is to have the will to make the commitment to do the work. But most importantly, starting today, I need you to believe that what you're working towards is possible. If you don't have, if you can't start, if you can't start building that belief today, I tell people, then you might as well save your money and your time and just do something different. Because the one thing that I know out of life is we get whatever we believe. And, and that's, that goes for anybody, whether you want to call yourself a believer or a non-believer. The, the way that the, my creator works is so magnificent that we use the powers regardless and whatever we believe we, we manifest towards us. Like that is the, our God given ability. So if somebody's walking into the gym with the belief that it's going to be difficult and that they're not going to be able to get the goals and we, we need to be able to address that with them and help them with that from day one. And if we can, they're going to be 10 times more successful on the flip side, just like if somebody was walking in with the, with the belief that they're going to be successful no matter what, I truly believe that person, whether they hire a professional or not, somehow, some way, they're going to be able to get to their belief, you know, because that, that's what they believe. Um, but again, on the, on the opposite side, it works against us, you know. We always get what we believe. Sometimes we're just not honest with ourselves about what we're believing. You know, and, and it's funny you say that because this is my favorite topic, right? Like belief is everything. Right. We move because of belief, right? We believe Absolutely. that I'm, 
I'm going to get off of this Instagram and I'm going to walk over to my car. And I believe that my car is going to take me to the gas station yep. where I believe they're going to have my favorite chips because I'm craving them. You know what I mean? Like everything Absolutely. you do is based on belief. So your external actions will always exemplify exactly what it is that you believe. Yep. Right. Um, and I had a great conversation with somebody over the weekend and it's almost, it's almost like you want to doubt your doubts, right? You don't want to allow your doubts to live rent free when there's nothing in your reality that helps support that. Right. right? Cause what I've seen is so many limiting beliefs from individuals. They've already, they've already, uh, uh, counted themselves out before even trying anything. Right. And I'm like, but you haven't even tried. Right. Like right. that, that is, is for me, I, it's almost like I can't really, uh, you know, um, come to grips with that because right. I, I guess in my mind, I've always been almost trained growing up that if another man can do it, you could do it. Right? right. Like there's no reason why if someone else is doing it, that you can't do it. So if someone is having phenomenal success somewhere, there's no reason why you can't do it. If, you know, if someone's having great results on a specific program, there's no reason why you can't, right? Like, right. Um, you just got to do your due diligence and find and find what works best for you. That's going to help you get there. Like the vehicle that's going to help you get there. Um, and some, and everybody's vehicle is going to look different, right? Um, it could be a personal trainer. It could be, you know, an online coach. It could be a boutique fitness uh, facility, right? Like whatever it is, whatever your vehicle is. Um, it's going to be different for everybody, but you can absolutely accomplish the results that you've seen other people accomplish because there's nothing that separates them from you other than that fact that they believe that they could do it. Right. That was it. That's right. the only thing that separates anybody from anything is do I believe that I can do it? <laughs> Dude, it, That's it's so it. crazy. That's Dude, really I, I, it. I, and I, was literally, I was literally having this conversation with, with my wife and I was, <laughs> I was using a sports analogy, right? Um, because, and we all know this, like everybody knows this, but we all don't apply it. It's the weirdest thing about how as human beings, we can know exactly what we need to do, but still fail to, to take action on knowing exactly what we need to do. But it, it, you know, it's just like the sports team, right? You know, we, we use the Super Bowl that we just watched between, between the Bengals and, and, the, and the Rams, you know, it's not a matter of who's great. It's, it's simply a matter of who believes that, who believes that they can get it, who wants it more and who believes yes. it. at the end of the day, it. that. That's it. That's that's who wins. They're all equally as great. They're all equally as great. It's just a matter of in that moment, who believed it more, period. Yep. <laughs> that's yep. it. You look at the you look yep. at the box, you look at the UFC fighter or boxers or, you know, somebody going for fitness goals or business goals or the or the entrepreneur. It doesn't matter. Winning always boils down to did, did you believe that you could at the end? And it's, it's about a preservation of that mindset, right? Like preserving that mindset at all costs. And if there's anything that's not helping you uh, support preserving that mindset, you have to eliminate it from your life. Like that, that's the cost, right? Like that's the cost. And if, if I'm, if I'm either interacting with somebody who is either speaking to me and mm. trying to debunk something, or if I'm a part of a situation that's trying to tell me that, what I believe is not necessarily uh, capable, you know, whatever it is, I got to preserve my mindset. And that's the most important asset that I have. Right. That's the most important asset that I have because that's my superpower. Right. So if I'm, if I'm going to allow every single situation that I'm involved with to, uh, to be my kryptonite, if you will, or every person that I speak with that may not align with my vision to be my kryptonite, 
then do I really have a strong belief? And it's and, and that's what I tell people is when whenever you do believe something, preserve that with everything, with all your energy at all costs, no matter what, because that's your greatest asset. That's right. what's going to determine your outcome with everything in life is how strongly do you believe you can accomplish something? It's that's literally everything, everything. Yeah. Dude, that, see, I don't think I don't think that that was I don't think there was enough emphasis on that. But I just want to reiterate, you know, you have to guard you have to guard your mindset. And like, like what you said, if you notice that something or someone is is in your life and they're pulling that energy out of you, then then you have to you have to take action to preserve that and to get rid of that yep. person. You know what I mean? Like, you just you just have to. Yeah, and I think uh, what are some ways? I guess. I know for me, like I don't entertain certain thoughts. Like if I hear somebody, um, you know, that's either like pessimistic or they, they always just try to give me like the, the negative, right? Like, oh, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And they're like, oh, well, you can't do that because of this. Right. I pay them no mind. I've already trained my mind to tune that person out and not necessarily, uh, uh, not disrespectfully, but in a way that. Hey, I'm, I, I understand that's your being and that's what you believe, but it's not what I believe. Right. right? And it's okay. You can live in that space, but I'm not going to live there. Right. And I'm not going to let, I'm not going to let that infiltrate my mind. Right. Because the, the problem is, is that whenever an idea starts getting planted into your mind, the only thing it has room for is to grow. Right. And that's it. It's just going to keep growing. It's just going to keep growing and growing and growing and growing. And if I say, you know, don't think about a purple elephant. Now you won't be able to stop thinking about a purple elephant. Like there's no way to absolutely cancel that and exterminate that from your mind. So everything you entertain has some kind of residence in your mind. And that's why you have to fill your mind with the things that are going to consistently uh, edge you closer to believing uh, what it is that you do believe. So that way it's until it's manifested in your reality. Right. Once it's manifested in your reality, it's game over, right. game over. Right? right. So if you got to speak to yourself and, and speak those affirmations, if you have to um, almost get uh, how would you call it? Um, like very specific with who you who you entertain and the different things that you get involved with. Uh, if it doesn't necessarily align with your beliefs um, in your mind, then you should be canceling that out like. You shouldn't right. even be entertaining it, right? Because that's your superpower and you're literally giving up your superpower in, in exchange to either be accommodating or in your viewpoint, respectful or whatever the case may be. I'm, I'm sorry, like, I'm not going to do that. You know, like right. you may think it's not possible, but you're not going to project that, that, <laughs> that lack of belief or that lack of confidence or anything, you're not going to project that onto me because I'm going to preserve my mind at all costs, even if it means that I need to limit my interactions with you, right? right. Like it is what it is, you know? Yeah, man. You know, it's funny because I, I say this all the time, but I think it, it ties down to everything, everything that we experience and everything that we go through on a daily basis can definitely affect our mindset and affect our belief system. And I mean, from the music we listen to, to the social media that we scroll through and watch, um, through the television that we subscribe to, through the news that. that we that we listen to. You know, people have been telling me all week, oh my gosh, you know, I hope you're stacking up on groceries. I have no idea what they're talking about. And I'm like, hey, man, <laughs> listen, listen I'm, so, I'm like, I'm sorry, dude, but 
you know, back in back in August of 2020, I made a decision to not watch the news anymore. And I haven't watched the news since. So I don't even know the next catastrophe. But, you know, the, the thing about it is, is that whatever we whatever we put our attention to, it, it changes us. Like just like you said, you know, you, you say that one thought, I can't get it out of my head. So if somebody is putting something on to polarize you from from headlines or if a song is trying to get you to to drift towards, you know, drugs and alcohol and, and, and womanizing or, you know, if the show is trying to get you to cheat, cheat, cheat to get to the top, you know, that affects you, whether you have to put energy in combating that negative energy or if you put your energy yep. in, in allowing yourself to think that's good one way or the other that is literally taking some of your being and you have to now give it to that idea in one way, shape or form. So for me, it's like, you know, when I'm going through a state of, of trying to grow or even trying to establish myself or get a goal, I almost block out all that noise. I don't listen. I don't listen to, but, but a few things. And if I'm listening to, to something on YouTube, it's the same motivational or, you know, the same, the, the same literally sermons that I'm going over and over again. Um, but I'm not allowing myself to get clouded with different ideas and different thoughts that'll pull me out of the vibration of the goal that I'm trying to achieve. Um, because if I do that, then then I end up I end up getting lost and not not even realize like, man, how did I end up standing over here when the whole time I was trying to get in this direction? But it's just like it's just to what you said, man. It's like it, all those exposures to all those different programming opportunities. Um, it's so real. And just to be mindful of that, man, is a, is a layer of protection. And, and we need those individuals, right? Like we need those individuals to help innovate the industry, which is an industry that continues to be innovated um, year after year. We're starting to see, you know, what was true, you know, two years ago wasn't true today. And it's constantly innovating. And, um, and the only way we can find that is if people are really aligned with what they believe and they're preserving their mind to ensure that nothing's going to keep them off of that flow, right? That, that flow that occurs where your, where your neurons are, are continuing to fire in the same directions and they keep building up pathways right. in your mind um, so that you can get deeper into a specific idea and, and really dive in uh, to see all the different intricacies and comprehensively view both your belief and then your industry and then your impact, and then your purpose, right? And those are the individuals that really truly make a change in the things that they're doing, right? Are the ones who believe that nothing is impossible, right? right. As long as I put my mind to it, I know it sounds so cliche, but it's absolutely true. And the, and the older I get, the more I realize this was the best advice anybody could have given anyone else is as long as you put your mind to it, it could be done. Right. Um, and I think people don't really understand what that means, right? It's like, what do you mean put my mind to it? And it's everything that we're talking about. It's, it's all of these things. And um, those are the specific individuals that will truly make a difference. And those are like the Elon Musk of the world. And, uh, you know, um, all those people that are, that are really revolutionizing their industries. And that's, that's what the fitness industry needs. The fitness industry needs those people that, that aren't going to let anything get in their way, right? right? Not even themselves, not even their doubt, nothing. And they're going to challenge their doubt. They're going to challenge their doubt, right? That's why I say doubt your doubts, challenge your doubts, right? Challenge them. Like where in reality doubt, do I see anything that helps support what it is that you're trying to have me entertain? Right. Because if it's not reflected in reality, then it's just speculation, you know? And right. I can't, I can't grow this, 
this pseudo reality in my mind um, that's that's founded on speculation, right? Where it just keeps going and going and going and get nothing in reality is is uh, affirming or validating that idea, right? right? It's 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 almost like insanity. It is, man. You know, it's funny you, you said this, and 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 I think it'd be a perfect note to to kind of. Because our, our, our actual recording of our podcast, we, we, we got to cut that one in about two minutes. But I think it'd be a perfect note to, to hit on, you know, the, the, the fitness industry as a whole, something needs to, to happen, which is going to be bigger than the individuals that are participating in it, right? We, mm-hmm. we kind of we touched on that in our last one. It's like, we have this same cycle and every single fad that, that we offer every single year, which causes confusion to the consumers, which gets the, confu- the consumers on this cycle of having to build themselves up for seven months of anticipation to come in, to get hit in the face by the business, to get let down for the most part, to end up leaving the industry and leaving their goals only to build themselves back up in seven or eight months to try it again. And we call it the January wave. You know, I, I think the only way kind of to your point for us to beat that is for us to make, make it a, something about bigger than, than ourselves, right? Bigger than, than who comes up with the name of the next fad or bigger than who has the best flashiest exercises, right? And make it really something based on client-centric, helping them get to where they need to be in a simple, efficient, and understandable way. You know, I always tell people personal training and fitness shouldn't be like Baskin-Robbins, right? It's not like, hey, here's a, sam- <laughs> here, here, here's a sample, but if you want the real stuff, you need to come back and you only get a scoop because next time you need another scoop. It really should <laughs> be like, you know, people learning their bodies and learning what their bodies need to get themselves where they need to be and then learning how to maintain that for the rest of their lives because we all know it's a lifestyle <laughs> you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's never it's never a quick fix it's never a diet plan it's never a nutrition plan it's never a workout plan if you want to get to your goal your actual get to your goals it's a lifestyle change that you have to be able to maintain indefinitely yeah yeah absolutely and i think if people really want to know what that first step is they have to listen to our last podcast because the relationship building is exactly that right and being member centric is going to require us to be masterful at building relationships and it's it's almost selfish in a way because the the the, the more relationships you build within this realm and within this space the more that you're going to be affirmed that you're made that you've made the right decision because you're going to walk people through their journey.